This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I'm recording live at the 20th Annual Spine, Ortho, and Pain Management ASC Conference. And I am sitting with Dr. Vladimir Sinkov. He is an orthopedic surgeon from the Sinkov Spine Center. Vladimir, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Sure. Well, um, my name is Vladimir Sinkov. I'm an orthopedic spine surgeon. I've been in practice now for almost 13 years uh, from training. Um, initially, was in a large group practice for the first eight years uh, in New Hampshire. Had a successful career there, then decided to move to a warmer place. So I moved to Las Vegas and was in a group practice there for a year and a half and then decided to open my own solo practice. Finally got brave enough to do that. That was always my dream to uh, be by myself. So for the past three years, I was, uh, I'm was i in the, my uh, solo practice. It's myself. My wife is a practice manager and we just have two employees. So very small practice. Well, congratulations on having your own solo practice. And uh, currently, what are you most excited about? Uh, probably all the innovations in the spine surgery, the... Um, what motivated me to go to spine surgery to begin with back in probably 2005 when I was in the middle of my residency, um, initially I was going to do total joints, a lot of instruments to work with, a lot of carpentry. It was exciting, but it seemed like everything is already done and solved. Uh, it's already really successful surgery. It was really hard to make it better than it already was. Whereas spine surgery, at least at that time, Best case scenario had a 70% success rate with surgeries. It was still traditional open surgery most of the time. So I saw a lot of room for growth, a lot of a lot of room to improve it from what it is. And compared to what the spine surgery was back then, when I initially decided to do it to now, there has been so much tremendous growth in technology, new techniques in spine surgery, uh, especially minimally invasive techniques. That's why really started to concentrate on after I got out of training. Unfortunately, in training back then, there was really no way to get trained in minimally invasive surgery in your residency and fellowship. So surgeons back then basically did it on their own. So once I got out, I got trained in it and have been doing uh, minimally invasive surgery since probably 2013. Uh, when the spine robot came out, I started using that. So basically what I'm excited about is how much growth in technology, new techniques, better techniques with better outcomes for patients we have now and it's still getting better. That is exciting. You got to kind of grow up with it and see yep. the adva advancements as you went. Um, so what issues are you currently spending most of your time on? Well, well my probably uh, biggest time is still patient care. That's what, I, uh, uh, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I do uh, in my practice. Uh, because I'm in solo practice and have so much control, there's... Um, it's a lot easier to do what I like to do. There's no external pressures to do something I don't want to do. So I am able to concentrate a lot more on taking care of my patients and giving them the best care. I'm fortunate to have very good practice manager who can take care of a lot of administrative tasks. So I do not have to. That's exciting. And you've had this amazing career and obviously with your own solo practice now, what advice would you give to other spine orthopedic or ASC leaders in order for them to be successful in the next two to three years? I'd probably say the same thing that a lot of uh, speakers already said yesterday and probably will say today, uh, being flexible. Uh, the field of medicine in general, orthopedics in particular, and spine surgery even more in particular, is ever-changing. Um, so to be successful, you need to be able to aware, aware what's going on and be able to change with the situation uh, doing the way same 
doing the way things the same way they've been done for many years is not working out very well for larger, less flexible companies. So being nimble, being able to react to the changing environment, be it the technology, be it the payment system, uh, where the patient referrals are coming from, how to market, all of that is changing right now. So remaining flexible in a constantly evolving world. Yep. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sinkow, for joining me today. And thank you for being on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Perfect.